0: of the holy spirit amen we're going to go on looking at this key chapter in uh, john 17 it forms the bridge between the discourses the last discourses uh, in uh, the chapters which we just looked at especially 14 15 and 16 and the passion narrative proper which begins at 18 this is a chapter recording Jesus' prayer. Not only the prayer that he said that night, but the prayer he continually is and offers from the heart of the church, always praying for us, always living to make intercession for us, it says in Hebrews. So I'm going to go back. We we are finished last time at verse 11 of chapter 17. Um And I'm going to go back and look at some more of that uh, before we move on. Um, (laughs) Notice, it says, Holy Father, guard them in your name. What name? Father. Guard them, you see. A couple of verses down. When I was with them, I guarded them in your name which you have given to me so it means the expression of the father and it's not just the name father it's the reality of the father and I protected them and none of them perished except the son of his perdition so this prayer is that they be guarded huh, uh, kept protected because there's a struggle And what protects them is the reality of the father jesus is praying that we will know the father really know him and therefore be protected not thrown off course by fear or pleasure or distraction know his name know who he really is you see your name which you have given to me how did he give the name He's son. Well, if he's a son, he has a father, and so, <laughs> so that they may be one, as we are one. This is always the prayer of Jesus, and wherever you see it, even in a weak form, is very powerful. We ever see a group of Christians or a family really united in the Father's name in his love, his truth, his affection. It's a power, you see. And so I guarded them in your name, which you have given to me. And I protected them. Now I am coming to you. And we have this section that goes from 13 down to 16 that we uh, spoke about last time. I just want, because of what we need when we start our section, I just want to point out a few things there. See, I have given them, to them your word. And the world hated them because they are not of the world. Um, This is what's called the Joannine Ek. The word of or from in Greek is ek. And so, it means have your source and your existence from. And so, we, John will say of us, especially in the first letter, that we are ek tu theou, that we are out of, we are from, we belong to God. Huh? So here he's using it another way, um, because they are not of this world. Just as I am not of this world, I don't have my origin, my dependence, my identity from this world. I have it from the Father, and so do my disciples. Huh? This is very important, because, you see, our identity is that we have a father. That's our identity. You see, I'm the son of so-and-so, I'm the son of Arthur, but I'm the son of God, the Father, and that's my radical identity. And so, that's what he's saying here, you see, I do not entreat that you take them out of the world they belong in the world they have a role in the world they continue my presence in the world but that you guard them from the evil one guard them see they are not of the world in that X sense you see they don't have their origin they don't have their dependence, they don't have their identity from the cosmos they have it from you Father you see that's very important, you know. I'm trying to remember where this was. Ah, yes, I remember. Years ago, an African-American family moved into a part of Chicago where there had never been any African-Americans before them. And so they moved in and they were harassed, you know, people were putting things on their lawn and they were, you know, and uh, the man of the house, he might have been a preacher, I don't remember now, the man of the house was questioned, I just disturb you? No, they don't understand they're dealing with royalty. You see, he knew who he was. He knew he was Ek Uh And they couldn't be shaken by this, which I'm sure was gonna, they're going to get tired of that after a while anyway. But it's not bothering me or my family because uh, uh, they don't know they're dealing with royalty. We are Ek you see? Uh, just as I am not of the world. And now we start a key section, um, which um, it starts with verse 17 and goes down to 19. And that's all there is to it. Um, and the word now is not guard, it's sanctify. If you have a Bible there in front of you, you'll notice in the first line, the first words of verse 17 are sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Just as you send me into the world, so I send them into the world. And then back to the same thing again. For they say, for their sake I sanctify myself, that they too may be sanctified in truth. So we have the notions of sanctification and truth in verses 17 and 19. And they bracket the material in between, which is verse 18. Now I know I'm being a little technical here, but it's important because this is a key teaching of the New Testament summed up in a very powerful way by John you see and so we have words to look at here what does sanctify mean Um, or consecrate sometimes but it's usually and better uh, sanctify okay in the truth what does that mean See, what is the truth? In a sense, the truth is the reality of the Father. That's why Jesus can say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way to the truth, and therefore life. The truth is the Father. Or better, perhaps, the truth is the revelation of the Father. That's why Jesus is the truth. But he's revealing the Father. The Father is the truth. The Father is the... unprincipled principle, the theologians will say. The Father is the origin in the Trinity. Even though there's no before or after, still the Father is the source. A great grace in the Christian life is to have the Father reveal Himself. Your whole spirit begins to realize... This is all there is there's nothing behind this and he you are so trustworthy you are so affectionate you are so true that you see is the work of the lord Uh, to reveal that to us Uh, and so sanctify them in the truth now this Begins for us a bit of a little study, um, because that means the truth is a power. Gandhi, you know, used to talk about Satyagraha. Sat is being, and Graha, the Sat like truth being, um, Satyagraha, the power of truth. He wasn't far off. He didn't know the Father. If he knew the Father, he didn't know he knew the Father, uh, but. The force of the, of the Father, okay? So, sanctify them. What does that mean? Sanctify them. You see, make them belong to you. There are texts, you see. Um, Since you have purified yourselves by obedience to the truth, for sincere mutual love, this is First Peter, love one another intensely from a pure heart, You have been born anew, not from perishable, but from imperishable seed through the living and abiding Word of God. For all flesh is like grass and all its glory like the flower of the field. It comes from Isaiah. But the Word of the Lord remains forever. This is the Word that has been proclaimed to you. So access to the Father is through the Word. Through the Word of the Word. And so, this sanctification means belong totally to the Father. We can't belong totally to the Father unless we love Him. Obedience to a stranger won't do it. I mean, it'll keep you out of hell, but it won't bring you where the Lord ambitions for you. When He was dying on the cross, you... on his mind he could see everybody and he was saying father bring that one to me let me offer my life for that one right now so that they can come to know you and know the truth okay um and so it's the word that is the power of the truth there's another text here um this is from James. Therefore put away all filth and evil excess and humbly welcome the Word that has been planted in you and is able to save your souls. What is that Word? It is the manifestation of the Father. The Word. God so loved the world. Deus, that's the Father. Send His Son. God so loved the world that He sent His only begotten Son. So He's got to be Father that's the source and Jesus is praying you see that we be sanctified set apart consecrated in that reality the reality of the Father you see your word is truth and the word the Father says is I love you you too are my beloved child that's your truth you see and so um this The power of the Word. There are so many texts, you see. Another one in Romans. This is Romans 1.16. I am not ashamed of the Gospel. The Gospel is the Word of the Lord, right? It's the good news. What does he say about this good news? It is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. Jew first and then Greek. The Logos, the Word, you see The Gospel, the Evangelion, because that's the good news.